Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The 11 to 1 show. Are they the world's most offensive footwear? I think so. But the people behind Crocs have made an outrageous claim. More on this after George Michael. What a great version, George Michael. Somebody to love. I haven't heard that live version of that. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much, George Michael. Sinead Brazel here with you. Now, they first appeared... In 2002, now they are everywhere with even brides choosing them for their big day. Oh, yes, they are so popular. I don't understand how people can wear them. They're garish. They're full of holes. They're clunky. They're plain wrong looking. Okay, but people love them. I'm talking about Crocs. Now the people behind Crocs have come out with a pretty outrageous statement. And through your help, on 11 to 1, I'm going to disprove this statement. It's a pretty bold thing to do. I know I'm uh, running a risk here, but I'm, I look, I'm fairly confident that we're going to disprove Crocs' statement. Well, what have Crocs said? Well, I'll tell you now. According to Crocs, their footwear gives you riz. What's riz? Well, it's slang for charisma. I know there's always a, there's always a buzzword for everything nowadays. So apparently, their footwear gives you riz. In a post on Instagram, they raised the question: Would you go on a date wearing Crocs? Clearly, the answer is a a hard no. Well, what are they saying? Apparently, Instagram users agree. People are saying no Crocs, no date. Crocs, people are saying, apparently we should be wearing them on a date because they give us plus 10 style points, straps to run away faster (laughs) and ankle support for a confidence boost. Crocs on a first date. I am not kidding you. They have done this. This is what they're putting out there. They're saying people who wear Crocs give you the riz. The riz. Uh, No date. No Crocs, no date. Uh, Even as I say that, it's just, it's baffling to me. So we're wondering, would you wear Crocs on a first date? How would you react if somebody showed up on a first date with you wearing Crocs? I want to know. 086-1800-658. So determined am I to disprove the people at Crocs that I've done a little bit of uh, market research right here in LMFM with the staff. I'm going to bring you that very, very shortly. First, back to the music. Here's Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, Lego House. We're getting a for and against straight in on 86 658 Sinead, I wouldn't wear Crocs to my own funeral, says one message. And another, I wear Crocs as, as slippers and also at work, standing. Wouldn't be without them. Love, love, love them in capital letters. Right. Okay. We've got one on the four, one on the against so far. I have done market research here in uh, LMFM with the staff. I'm going to bring you some of that after these. 
the 11 to 1 show. With Just want to let you know the O'Connell's GFC lip lip sync they are uh, doing that this Sunday the 30th of April in the Fairways Hotel and they are putting on the event so that they can knock out the old dressing rooms and construct an indoor area so the underage teams can train indoors in the horrible weather so it's a worthy cause it really is we have everything from uh, the school bells two teachers from Kilsaran National School performing former players performing also four local girls from Castle Bellingham performing hairspray the very green blues brothers a mother of one of the players and her partner uh, performing as well so it's going to be a brilliant brilliant night all right uh, all, all round it really is uh, they say we can't tell you what they are singing as we don't know and it's also a little bit of a closely guarded secret at the moment as well uh, but all the details events54.com forward slash O'Connell's tickets can be ta- getting, got from there or also the committee members or from Burns, McBride's and Hanratty's in Castle Bellingham so happening this Sunday night in the Fairways Hotel Miley Cyrus, flowers, flowers, great thing on a first date or on any date. Crocs, uh, no, I don't think Crocs should be worn on a first date. According to the people behind Crocs though, their footwear gives you the riz, which is slang for charisma. And they have raised the question, would you go on a date wearing Crocs? Apparently they say you should because it gives you plus 10 style points. It straps to run away faster and ankle support for a confidence boost. And other Instagram users were agreeing with this, saying no Crocs, no date. So I've taken it upon myself to do some market research in the building alone on Crocs and our staff's opinion of Crocs and here's how it went. Okay, Fionn from the infamous Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song, would you wear Crocs on a first date? Uh, If I never wanted to see the woman again, I would. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would not wear Crocs on a first date. Definitely not. And are Crocs acceptable kind of at any time? Crocs are acceptable when you're going out to the back garden to pick up the dog poo (laughs) and you don't want to find your shoes. (laughs) Maggie Maguire, researcher of the Michael Reed show. Would you wear Crocs on a first date? No, I would never wear Crocs under any circumstances. I'd actually have to be dead before I put a pair of Crocs on me. But what about I've seen these Crocs that like have high heels and everything. They look and you can bejazzle them. They're an abomination. That's all I'm going to say on that. An abomination. <laughs> they actually distress me how ugly they are. And I'm really sorry if anybody likes them. But yeah, they're nasty. But what like if the man of your dreams walked into a restaurant, like he was like so good looking in every single way. You really got on with him and then you looked down and saw you Crocs on. Well, for starters, he's not the man of my dreams if he's wearing Crocs. But um, it's kind of like the man of my nightmares. But um, yeah, no, the Crocs would have to go before anything. I don't really know how to finish that but yeah the Crocs would have to go Chris would you wear Crocs on a first date? Definitely not I hate Crocs absolutely awful wouldn't even wear them on holidays they look ridiculous Is there anyone that is acceptable to wear Crocs or is it just they should be gone or what? Crocs should be binned straight away there's no way should you wear Crocs they're horrible pieces of fashion. If someone turned up to a first date with you wearing Crocs, what sort of... I'd get their Crocs and I'd run right down the road in their Crocs, away from them. <laughs> Karen, lovely receptionist, master of all trades, I'm going to say in here, because you do so much. 
Uh, tell me, would you, first of all, would you wear Crocs on a first date? Definitely not. No, I don't like them. They're ugly. No, they don't look comfortable at all. No, thanks. What's your general opinion of people who wear Crocs? Well, that's up to themselves. If they're comfortable in them and they like them, let them belt away. But they're not for me. No, thank you. <laughs> and is there any acceptable time that you, you, like, you might find yourself wearing Crocs? Like? Maybe on holidays if your feet are swollen or something, but uh, not out and about, no. <laughs> no, thanks. Killian Murphy, not the actor, but the infamous newsreader from LMFM. <laughs> Would you wear Crocs on a first date? If the lady was blind, maybe I might get away with it, but uh, no, other than that, absolutely not. <laughs> and if the if someone showed up to obviously on a first date wearing Crocs, would you just bolt for the door or what would you do? Oh, I'd be gone. Oh yeah, Roadrunner, gone out the door. Yeah, absolutely. What are you doing? Gone. <laughs> are Crocs acceptable for anybody to wear? So, like I'm thinking, you know, retired people, are they allowed? I suppose, yeah, if, uh, to help the bunions or something like that, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, that, that's the only reasonable excuse for it, yeah. Alicia McCluskey, traffic manager of LMFM, okay, I want you to answer a question for me. Would you wear Crocs on a first date? Absolutely not. Okay, any reasons why? What's the hatred for Crocs? Why? I just think they look hideous. And if my date turned up to wear them, that would be never seen him again oh my god that was my next question you've already answered that brilliant so is but like what about kids you've got kids can they wear crocs if they like them yes they do they're cute when they're small but not in big big sizes big feet no okay and what about like somebody that wears the crocs with socks oh no (laughs) no (laughs) her face says it all there you go market research just in the building it's a hard no from for Crocs, I want to know your opinion though. Would you wear Crocs on a first date? Do you think Crocs give you the riz, as they so claim? Let me know. Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. Now moving on to something very different: hot flushes, mood swings, memory lapses. Oh, it must be the menopause. But we're going to be cruising through the menopause with Mary Byrne. We're going to meet her next. The eleven to one show. Following on from the smash hit success of Menopause the Musical, audiences can now look forward to a new adventure as Menopause the Musical 2, cruising through menopause, hits theatres nationwide, starring the much-loved Mary Byrne alongside brilliant Jessica Martin, Rebecca Wheatley and Susie Fenwick. Cruising through the Menopause tour, it starts on the 10th of May and will include a date in Drogheda on the 25th in the TLT and also in Enthus Castle Blaney uh, on the 24th of May. I had the just privileged to sit down and have a chat with Mary Byrne recently. I'm going to bring you that chat now. Mary, it has been ages since we last had a, had a chat and you know, life has been very sort of up and down for you. How are things going? Because you've had a bit of a turbulent start to 2023. I did. I, we, we were heading to our next venue in the UK and we had a crash which was fantastic. <laughs> no, it wasn't fantastic. It was very frightening and very um, off-putting. I didn't really want to get back in, go back over when I came home, but we did and we got there and we're now up and running again and we're all okay. We're a bit sore. My uh, left arm is quite sore because I banged it off the table in the bus. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, we're lucky to be alive. I mean, the, the, the driver himself, the bus was such a write-off in the very front of the bus. 
uh, we're so lucky to be alive. I I'm did, very grateful. Yeah, I read about that and I was going, oh my God. And luckily you had your seatbelt on because so many people don't put their seatbelt on in the bus. Yeah, I think one or two of them may have not had it on. I I, I won't be quoted on that, although it's going to go out on radio. But uh, yet they, they got badly bruised, very badly yeah. bruised. Um, yeah, it was quite scary, quite scary now. But you know what? It, there's people out there can't walk around the place and we can still do that. So we're, we're lucky. We're very lucky. Very lucky, absolutely. But no doubt something like this kind of completely changes your outlook on, on your life. Did you find that like after you sort of, you know, wrapped your head around what, what had happened that you were sort of like, oh my God, I've just got to grab life now, you know, and just really go for things. It does. It puts things, life into perspective for you. And I mean, even now, like coming home on Monday from the UK, I was uh, flying in and I was asleep on the plane because I was up from half five that morning. And I didn't know we were coming into land. The, the plane hit the runway and I jumped, woke up, grabbed the girl's hand beside me and actually thought I was back in the crash. Yeah. That's that's how still it is still in your in your head. But what it has taught me is that, you know, when your number is up, your number is up. And mine wasn't, obviously. So I'm out there now and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to walk as hard as I can and do all the little challenges that I've made myself, promised myself that I would do. I love that and I I love because I've seen something this morning and maybe you can kind of I don't know stoke the fire of this rumor or <laughs> tell me that it's not oh. it's not going to happen because I did see and I would personally love this I'm really willing this to happen you've your heart set on being on a certain show on RTE I I do yes but I have to get my knees done first well but one of my knees done first but I would love to go on dancing with the stars <gasps> Mary, I could see. I'd I could see it. it. I could see it. Oh my God, you would be amazing on that. And like, I mean, we know obviously you can sing. The girl can belt out a tune. But what? What's the moves like? Because I know you can oh, move listen, around the stage now as well. Listen, the old hips can move quite well, and they know what they say. Your hips don't lie. <laughs> and I can shake these hips like any other sixteen or twenty-one year old. The only problem is me old knee. Okay. But other than that, other than that, once that's done, that's getting done. Please God, hopefully in July, if they want me. I'm there. Okay, RTE, we are hoping that this will happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Loving it. Now, you are on the mend. You're back on stage doing what you were born to do, Mary. And I've heard so much about this show. It's the same characters from Menopause the Musical, but this time they're on the high seas and set for an adventure. Tell us more about this. They are. They're, it's five years since they've met, since the first time they've met, and they've become good friends and they've become companions and you know, they listen to each other and they tell each other all the problems and all the things that's going on. Um, so they decide to go on this cruise. Uh, the story is actually about the four characters and about their lives since the first time they've met and how it's now progressed into what it is. I mean, one of them has lost her husband and mm-hmm. the other one is, is opening up a, well, the, the hippie, which is me, is opening up a, a new uh, yoga place and, and she's still a hippie and she's, when you see the clothes I'm in, you will understand what I'm talking about. I did. It's lots of tie-dye going on here. Yeah. Oh, mother of God. <laughs> you know, sometimes I walk around and I keep wondering what's in my trousers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but it's it's all laughter. I mean, it's such a quick, it's a much quicker show than the first one. Mm. It, you're, it, you're on the stage and the next thing you know, you're off the stage. That's how quick it is but it's funny the music is brilliant. The songs are great in it. Lyrics have been changed, obviously, but everyone will know the tunes. Yeah. So you'll be starting to hum along to the tune and then we'll come out with something and you'll be going, oh my God, did they just say that? <laughs> and that's what it's about. But what we're finding with the UK tour is the crowds, they, 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 they're bringing more men with them. 
Yes. Oh, it's, it's more great, Mary. Yeah. And, and you can see them nudging the wife when you talk about a hot flush or a mood swing. And he's looking at her to say, ah, that's you. And she's going, no, you know, no, you know. <laughs> but it's the end of the show that really gets me. I cry every single night when the crowd starts to stand up and you can see all the friends holding hands and, and just crying. Most of them do be crying, especially in the front row. Yeah. And they're swaying and they're singing with you and they're whistling at you, they're waving at you. We, we wave back at them and then they all wave back at us and it's, it's just an incredible, I'm really enjoying this show. Although my legs are killing me and I'm moving around the stage a lot more, it is so enjoyable. And I know if I was sitting in the audience I would enjoy this show as well. Well, I've heard that from people that have gone to see it. You know, the critics are absolutely raving about this and it's doing so, so well, as you say, in the UK, coming to Ireland for this tour. And I think it's what people need, particularly what women need, because for so long, Mary, the menopause has been, you know, don't even say it. The fact that we're speaking about it on on the radio is like, you know, just mind-blowing from people, you know, who might have gone through it years ago or maybe people, you know, who would have known about it in whispered tones. I mean, you know, this is really important that we you know celebrate it in a way that we laugh about it and that that you say you know men are going along and, and getting a kick out of it as well and learning something maybe yeah i mean it is very informative and, and and also what it's doing is it's shown women that yes the menopause is not a nice thing to go through your body is changing your mind is getting fecked up all over the place mm. but there is life after the menopause and when you accept that this is just a medical thing that's happening to your body and you can get through this and become stronger on the other side, then you start to realise it's not that bad for you. Well, it is bad. I can't, mm. That's the wrong word to use. But you can get through it and you've got to face it and you've got to get help and go to your doctor and don't be afraid to talk about it among your friends and, and you know, tell your husband about it. Give them give him leaflets, give them pamphlets, let them read about it because they need to know too because they suffer through it as well yeah. because they don't understand what's happening to you and a lot of marriages will, will have problems during this time because the woman is changing. She doesn't know what the heck is happening to her. Her body's all over the place. Her mind's in a heap and the husband thinks she doesn't love him anymore and it can break up marriages and so talking about it and doing what we're doing at the moment and of course the fact still remains I cannot understand why this show is so big because when I say so big and I can't understand it, it, it it's just gone beyond my expectations yeah. that's all I can say when I'm on that stage and I see those people in the audience it's it's an incredible feeling to know that you have captured these people you're making them laugh you're helping them understand you can hear them saying that's you oh that's me and you can actually hear the people say it yeah. while you're saying something it's like a big so therapy session as well maybe. it is yeah. it is genuinely like a therapy session and we get therapy out of it as well because we realise we're on the stage doing this. We're not on our own. Mm. We've got all our sisterhood out in front of us all joining in with us. And that's you know, what it's, it's all about. It really is. And like you've mentioned a couple of things there, like of some, some of the symptoms, like I'm approaching late 30s, Mary, and you're talking yeah. about your mind being gone. I mean, <laughs> I'm experiencing some of this already. What about yourself? Because you're through the other stages of it now. What sort of did you notice early on? And did it happen sort of, you know, towards the late 30s or was it 40s? Or when did it happen for you? It kind of was, it was the 40s kind of for me, mm. middle 40s, I started to, you know, forget things. I mean, I remember coming home from the shop, uh, after doing the shop, and Deborah was only young, and putting the milk in the fr- in the washing machine, oh, yeah. and the washing powder in the, not the washing powder, the washing liquid in the fridge. Mm. And my daughter saying, you didn't get any milk. And I said, I did. I said, it's in the fridge. And she went to the fridge, and there was the liquid sitting there. And 
I went, oh, hang on, it's over in the washing machine. <laughs> like, that, just little things like yeah. that, going upstairs on the landing, you're standing there and you're going, the hell did I come up here for? And where was I going? What room was I going into? Yeah. These were all little things that happened. And I thought, I, because my mother got Alzheimer's in her late years, mm. and I thought, I'm getting, I, I must be getting Alzheimer's. And it wasn't until I started to go to my own doctor and start talking to them that I realised this is all part of perimenopause. It's all part of the beginning of your body changing. And your head is all over the place. The sweat start to come. Yeah. Now, the frightening part for me was I was on me till one day and an 82-year-old lady came up to me and I was having a massive flush. And I happened to say to her, oh my God, when did these flushes ever stop? And she grabbed me by the hand and she said, I have some news for you. And I said, what? I'm 82 and I still get the Oh, God. So, I mean, but it doesn't affect everybody like that. it just depends. I mean, my sister never had a flush in her life. Mm. She never had a, a sweat. She just went a little bit funny at some stages and like she she just went a little bit mad in the head. Then all of a sudden she came back to herself because because I would have been a very open person and I would have said yeah. to her, you get to the doctor and, and, and see the doctor about this. This is ridiculous. As soon as she went there and he told her what was happening to her, she began to accept it. And yes, she was still having her funny moments, but she knew what they were. Well, this is it. It's about being aware it. of it. Absolutely. And you're able yeah. to kind of come through the other side completely. Um, so the yeah. touring is brilliant, but really hard work. So I'm wondering because, you know, we all need to look after ourselves, Mary. Self-care is a big part of all this. So what do you do to unwind after a hectic day and a hectic night on the, on the stage? Well, we stay, we stay in a lot of the premier inns and a lot of them are very quite comfortable mm. and relaxing. So I would go in, the first thing I would do is make myself a cup of tea and have a sandwich. See, I'm eating badly on this trip because you don't get much time during the day to eat. Yeah. You know, because you're travelling to the next venue and, and so you're trying to eat, like I try to eat tuna sandwiches or salmon sandwiches. I try to eat something that, although I'm eating bread, I'm trying to eat something in it that's good for you, yeah. like chicken, protein, and stuff like that. But, I will sit there, at, we get back to our uh, hotels about half past 10 in the evening, quarter to 11. Sit there, put the telly on, have my sandwich and my cup of tea, and then I'll turn the television off, I'll have a shower, I'll put my earphones in, and I listen to my audiobook until I fall asleep. Oh, and, the and that's are how I am mind. Yeah. I love What are you reading? Are you reading it in good at the moment? <clears throat> I'm reading the, the series that um, J.K. Rowling uh, wrote uh, under a different name called Riker. Oh, yes. Yes, it I've heard a lot about that. Yeah. It is fantastic. Oh, very good. Is oh, it a twisty turny sort of one? Yes, it's you know what, it's just it's so good to listen to. So good. I mean I'd say it's great to read, but mm. I don't get time to read, yeah. so the other books do it for me. Yeah, love the audiobooks, absolutely love it. Now I have to ask you this, because uh, I know obviously you're gearing up for dancing with the stars, we're gonna make that happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what about music wise, Mary? Any other music uh, projects in the pipeline apart from this tour? I know you're hectic with this tour as well, but people wanna know, you know, the fans wanna know about Mary and the music. I still am thinking, I'm not thinking, I actually have someone who is going to sponsor my country album, I'm going to get it out there for Fantastic. my dad, and I there's a lot more gigs coming up, and there's a lovely special thing in the pipeline which we can't talk about at the moment, but it will be coming up, and hopefully it'll work out and everybody will enjoy it. Um, so yeah, music is still a big, it's a bit, look, I grew up with music, yeah. it's been, I married music, I always said that. The day I the day I fell in love with music was the day I got married, and I've never left it, and I've never divorced, and I really like it. So music is still there, and I can't wait to get back out and meet the people and sing to them, and because they all come to me and say, you know, I love that song you sing. They love the old songs. Yeah. My my the people who come to my are my age group. 
Yes. And we just we just have a lovely sing song together and have a great night. And they're just great. They just really do look after me. My I hate saying fans because I don't feel I'm I'm a you know star or anything like that. <laughs> but you know what I mean. The people who support me, yes, they they really do support me and they get behind me and they give me the biggest virtual hugs every time they can. Oh, I love that. Well, do you know what you said? You're not a star, but you definitely are. And on this show, I like to ask celebrities silly questions. Are you up for this now? Yep. Okay, Mary Byrne, what is in your pockets right now? Uh, well, actually, I'm wearing a pair of pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary, you're a gal after my own heart. There is nothing better than coming home after a long day and just getting into the PJs. I don't care what time of the day it is. Do you know neither I mean? do I. Neither do I. I came in here <laughs> at 12 o'clock after doing TV3 and doing getting me knees injected. And I put my pajamas on and I sat on the sofa and I've been taking phone call after phone call. <laughs> And I am very relaxed and very comfortable. Well, that's the main thing. Uh, okay, who is the last person that you texted? My daughter just there now a few minutes ago. Lovely. <laughs> uh, pineapple and a pizza, yes or no? Oh, yeah, it's quite nice, actually. Oh, I don't know. People say this. this the amount of celebrities that say yes to that question has very much surprised me. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go out and buy one, but if I was offered a piece, I would eat it. I have eaten it, and it is quite nice. Okay, okay, you're going to convert me on that one. Uh, do you have a secret celebrity crush? Oh, God. Have you got all day? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to say, for me... It's Liam Neeson. I just think the man is a walking sex god. He really is. And like the voice yeah. as well. He's got that voice. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the day, he doesn't remember, but the day he hugged me in, on the, in this morning studio in the UK and said, there's nothing like the hug of a Dublin woman. It just, <laughs> I melted. <laughs> melted. What so he doesn't story. remember it. Oh, listen, I'd say he does. He said there's nothing like the hug from a Dublin woman. I'd say he, you know, remembers that. Every night before he goes to sleep, he's thinking about you. Uh, Don't be be upset me. I'd be upset tonight thinking about Liam. Uh, Song that would have you running to the dance floor, Mary. Oh, listen, it has to be I'm in the mood for dancing. Fantastic. The Nolans. I mean, brilliant. Uh, Strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you. Ooh, let me see. Uh, I had a young man in his probably middle 20s say to me that he wishes I was younger because he would marry me and keep me happy for the rest of my life. And I I was left looking at him with my mouth open, a 55-year-old woman looking at a 20-year-old man saying this to me. It was the biggest compliment and the weirdest feeling I ever had. Oh, a little bit of a cougar action in there, Mary. I think that, yeah, 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 I like that. Um, If your house was on fire, now everybody's safe, but you're allowed to run back for one possession, what do you take? To where? Say say that again. So if your house was on fire, everybody is safe, loved ones are all grand, but you can go back for one possession, what would you take from the burning house? Oh, I would definitely take my... I would take my statue of St. Anthony. I'm sorry, I would. Oh, my God. Okay. Only yeah. because only because I prayed to him since I was a kid. My mother yeah. dead him into me head. <laughs> <laughs> She's running back for St. Anthony. I love it. Yeah. Mary. <laughs> Mary. Oh, it's been so lovely chatting to you. Really looking forward to seeing you and the gals take to the stage for cruising through the menopause when it comes to the TLT in May. But for now, thank you so, so much for joining me and best of luck with the rest of the tour. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. I hope to see you there now. You better be there. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. I have to get right. an education in this, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me.
me tell you, you'll be crying with laughter and crying with emotion at the end of it. Oh, isn't she a tonic? She really is. Mary Byrne, the TLT, Menopause the Musical 2, the TLT.ie for more details there. The 25th of May, that's when they're heading there. Also in this theatre, Castle Blaney on the 24th. The 11 to 1 show. Here for you. Back to the music now. Here's Aslan. She's so beautiful. I... We're heading towards 12 news, but after that, Country Fest is back in Inniskeen. I have tickets to give away. Plus, two loud men take on an epic challenge in memory of their brave friend. That's all to come. The 11 to 1 show. On the way, a famous bodybuilder and actor weds a newsreader as we go back to the 80s. Rudimental Macklemore, Jess Glynn and a host of others there with these days. Now we're going back to the day, this day, 1986. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 777 On this day, 1986, actor and bodybuilder Arnold Schwarzenegger weds American journalist and newscaster Maria Shriver but they divorce in 2011 and today is Chernobyl Remembrance Day Chernobyl has affected the lives of many people all over Europe to this day and the affected areas of the disaster are said to last at least 150 years before proper inhabitation can come again and it was on this day as well in 1986 that was the worst nuclear disaster the fourth reactor at Chernobyl nuclear power station in the USSR explodes 31 but the radioactive contamination reaches much of Western Europe. So Chernobyl Remembrance Day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Country Fest, Ireland's biggest country festival is back and I've got tickets to give away. All the details coming your way right after some celebrity news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Mylene Class, Andy Wymus and Georgia Tuffalo were added to the I'm a Celebrity cast at the end of the show last night. Campmates will have to decide which one of them has to do a challenge and then that will get them into the camp. Here's the newbies telling us why they want in. Just the whole experience last time, we had an absolutely amazing time. I feel like it's like the Avengers, they just chose like really memorable uh, campmates, so to see everyone put together, I want to be a part of that. FOMO basically. I am going to do I'm a Celeb again because I obviously have a thing for being starved, but at the same time, I want to go and catch a real tan. Bad news for Spotify users. Spotify's chief executive says the company is ready to raise prices. This follows its growth to over 210 million premium subscribers. The raise, though, is dependent on reaching agreements with major record labels. Viola Davis says she never got into acting to be famous. She won the Chaplin Award this week, which adds to her EGOT status. She tells us about her first role. I don't feel any different. I felt absolutely excited about getting that role in Antoine Fisher and I'll tell you the biggest excitement I had two days of work so it was supposed to be one day and ended up being two days so I made $671 for two days <laughs> I've always felt like the privilege was just doing it see I'm from the other side of acting that 95% unemployment rate 1% that make $50,000 a year or more I never got into it to be famous 
That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Viola Davis keeping it real I oh, love her absolutely adore her as an actor and just a person I follow her on Instagram she's a really inspiring person more buzz with Eddie Caffrey a little bit later on now the buzz is Country Fest is back Yes, it's Ireland's biggest country festival. It's happening in Inneskeen this very weekend. Three nights of great music and entertainment starting this Friday, running all the way to Sunday. Doors open at 9pm every night. Music from 9.30 and you can pay at the door if you want. But also countryfest.ie is where you're going to get all the details of it. Now, I have a pair of tickets to give away for Saturday night. One for the road, the tumbling, tumbling Paddies and Nathan Carter. Okay, so I've got a pair of tickets for the Saturday night. Would you like to go? All you have to do is complete this very famous Nathan Carter song. It goes like this. Rock me mama like a... What? It's actually the name of the song as well. Rock me mama like a... What's the blank there? 086-1800-658 and you could be going along... To see Nathan Carter and the Tumbling Paddies Saturday night at the Inneskeen Country Festival. So what's the blanks there? 086-1800-658. Bill Medley's The Time of My Life. Imagine walking 50 kilometres. Okay, it's like tough enough but doable. Now imagine walking that 50 kilometres with 60 pounds on your back. Now, what if I told you that you had to do this in one day? It's an epic challenge. It's all in aid of Evie's pink tie in memory of a very special teenager from Cork. I'm going to find out more about this challenge with one of the guys taking it on. His name is Henry Vins. He's from Toher. We're going to chat to him next. The 11 to 1 show. In October last year, Ricky Barrett from Cork sadly passed away after a gruelling battle with Ewing sarcoma. Now his grieving friends and family want to remember this incredible young man who was not only hard working but dug deep and showed great courage in the face of his illness. Ricky's friends, Henry and uh, Stephen from Toher, have come together to do something pretty epic in his memory and also to raise money for me, the based charity Evian's Pink Tie. This weekend, the lads plan to walk a distance of 50 miles carrying a weight of £60 on their back all in one day starting Friday evening. The fundraiser is called the 50-60 Challenge and I'm delighted to be joined by one of the organisers, Henry Vins. He's on the line. Henry, great to meet you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, good to be on. Great to have you. First of all, my deepest condolences to, to yourself and Ricky's family. This has got to be such a difficult time for you all. But tell us a little bit about Ricky. He was quite the young man. He's your girlfriend, Aoife's brother. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. So tell me a little bit about him. I would say he's probably one of the one of the kindest souls I ever came across. Like he impacted everyone that he came across. Even in the short time that I knew him, I only knew him towards the end of his life. But he had such a big impact on me that I decided to do this fundraiser that I'm doing this weekend. And and judging from some of the info that I've read about him, he was a, a fella that loved the farming and loved the outdoors, real hard working at the farm, that kind of thing. Oh, he was a proper farmer. He's one of the hardest working teenagers I ever knew. Would nearly be kind of preferring to be out cut, cutting silage than going to school, that kind of thing. Oh, definitely. He, he'd choose the farm over school any day. He hates school with a fashion. 
So he would have would have preferred at home. He was at home on the farm. So he was diagnosed. Uh, he, initially, was at age 10 he was diagnosed? Yep, when he was 10 years old. 10 years of age to be diagnosed with this Ewing sarcoma. And, and, and he, he fought that initially, didn't he? He did, yeah. For spells of it, he was clear for spells of it. But then they just kept coming back. It kept coming back and in 2019 it kind of became sort of quite aggressive or was it 2018 around that sort of time? It did, yeah, but then they were trying this new uh, chemo pill that seemed seemed to work for a while. He kind of got his life back for a bit. He's always on the farm helping out. As he was even in the last few months of his life, he was still out in the farm helping out whatever he could. Isn't he incredible? He really is. And and as I say, then the the, the cancer returned. Uh, but he was the kind of fella, though, that you know always seemed to be very very positive, wasn't he? Even the face in the face of all of this. Oh yeah, up until he died, like he he always had a smile on his face. Would offer to make you a cup of tea, anything like that. What an amazing person. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, he just, you know, as you say, so positive in, in the face of everything that was going on from. So you decided that you had to go really big for a chal- charity challenge in memory of Ricky. And I can understand the need to, to, to go big to, to celebrate him and to honour him. But tell me, where did this idea come from? Well, it was one afternoon, me and my friend met for a cup of coffee and we just wanted to do something in memory of Ricky and to also raise some money for a charity, one of the charities that did help help out the Bard family. So we threw around a few ideas and since I ran marathons in the past, mm. long distance was something that we were kind of considering. And then we also thought about the weight because we wanted to do something like that would catch people's attention. Like Not many people have done this or not that I know of anyway. Yeah. So that's why we decided to go with uh, 60 pounds. And and I suppose the, the other aspect of the, the weight of it, I suppose, you know, it must have, you know, despite his positivity, it must have been this enormous weight that was on uh, Ricky throughout his life. And, and no doubt that weight is on his parents now with his loss. So there, it's quite significant that you have this weight. So you have, as you mentioned there, you, you're somebody that does take on marathons long distance. Nothing like this. Have you have you done much preparation in the run up to this? Yes, we've done quite a bit of training. We've done trained for sixteen weeks, pretty much started in January and up until now. Been training. Okay, so and and is it like a rucksack or what are you carrying on the back? It's a big rucksack, you know, the people would use for hiking and stuff like that. Okay, so it weighs sixty pounds. This this particular rucksack. So I presume it's walking. You're not gonna, you're not going to be running with this, Henry, are you? No, no, we'll be walking because of the weight. Yeah, you can't run, so we'll just be walking. Okay, and not an easy thing to do. As well as that, you also plan to do all of this in just one day. Oh yeah, one day. When I first said to a lot of people, they they would have assumed that we were doing this over a number of days. Yeah, but we we plan to do this in one day. Along with a few quick stops, a bit of food, but plan to do it in one day. Okay, so you reckon it is doable? You've kind of done a dry run of this, have you? Or close enough to a dry run? Well, close enough. See, the full distance is 50 miles. That's 80 kilometres. And in training, 30 weeks ago, we've done 55 kilometres. Wow. 
Okay, so well able. And how how long did that take you in the training? Uh, 55 kilometres. Yeah. That took us about uh, 12 and a half hours. Okay, so fair play to you. So you've got this. You really do have this. You're, you're, you're well prepared. And as you mentioned there, Mead-based charity, uh, local to us here, Evens Pink Tie, they were very, very supportive to Ricky and to his parents. They were, yeah. They provided some support for them during yeah. their time when they needed it. Because they're now travelling up to Crum and mm. now were a cheap option, especially down from Cork. Yes, so they were travelling up the whole time for for the treatment. And the GoFundMe is going well. I was on it there earlier on this morning. You're well over 7,000. Is there a figure in mind that you would love to raise for them? Well, 10,000 would be a lovely figure. Yes. Okay, so you, people, you're looking for people to donate what they can and people are being really, really generous, I have to say, just judging from some of the amounts going in. But anything at all you will take, Henry? Oh, yeah, sent it at all. We were surprised with the amount of donations that we've gotten so far. And that's before you even do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we never expected this when we've done it. The, pe- the people are behind you. They really are. And uh, no doubt when this is complete or along the way as people follow you, they, they, I'm sure they will. And it seems that you're extremely determined with this anyway. Yourself and uh, I believe uh, Stephen, Stephen Riley, he's also, uh, is he also from the Louth area as well? He is, yeah. And uh, both, but he's he's willing participant in this. He's co- he's going along with you for the journey. He is, yeah, of course he. Fantastic. We, we came up this idea together. So he's very much on board. Absolutely brilliant. Well, you start on Friday night. Uh, it's it's in Cork that you're doing this, yes. Yeah. So on Friday night at eleven o'clock, we're going to start just outside Cork City. It's uh, there's a Dunn Stores, Bishop Sound. So in the car park of that Dunstores, we're going to start. And will you come back like a full circle back to there, or where will be? Where can people meet you if they if people from Lao they're travelling down or anything like that? Where will you be finishing up? Do you, do you hope? We'll be finishing in Skibbereen, so we're walking all the way from Cork City down to Skibbereen. Oh, fantastic! Okay, and you reckon? Well, look, you've done this in sort of a twelve-hour thing. You reckon you're going to get this done by the Saturday evening? No bother. We hope to be coming into Skibbereen for half six. Okay, okay, fantastic, and and no doubt delighted to get that weight off the back. I can, I can, I can be sure of that absolutely. Well, Henry, I think what you're, what you and Stephen are doing is just so amazing, uh, because families uh, like the Barretts are going to benefit now from the funds that you're raising for Evie's Pink Tie. Ricky, no doubt, uh, wherever he is, looking down on you, no doubt with a big smile. I'd say he get a kick out of you doing something like this for him, would he? Oh, absolutely. This is part of his legacy now. Oh, it's, it's a great legacy to have. It really is a great legacy to have. Well, Henry, I wish you and Stephen all the very, very best. Thank you so much for joining me and telling us all about Ricky. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a million. Henry Vin. what a challenge. What a challenge. These guys are going to walk this 50 miles with the 60 pounds on their back in a day. They're going to do it in a day. If you want to help them out, if you search GoFundMe.com 5060 Challenge, you can donate whatever you can. You can read more about Ricky and his life and his legacy. But what an amazing way to remember and commemorate their friend and raise much needed funds for Evian's pink tie. Going to take a quick break and we're back with music from five. The 11 to 1 show. 
According to Crocs, their footwear gives you the riz or charisma. I've got evidence to prove otherwise. I'll get to that after five. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on LMFM.ie. Sky Handling Partner Dublin Airport are recruiting bus drivers with full D driver's license required. Apply to jobs at shp.ie. Ganson Building requires project managers, engineers, and foremen in the Mead area. Please contact Stephen at ganson.ie. The Castletown Road Post Office Dundalk requires a part-time post office assistant. Email your CV to postmaster.castletownroad at gmail.com. James Young Interiors are looking for an experienced, qualified upholsterer. They are located five minutes from Swords, just off the OR132. Please email info at jamesinteriors.ie. Progressive Genetics are looking to recruit manual milk recorders in Louth and Meath. To apply, email your CV to jobs at progressivegenetics.ie or call Louise on 087 IFM Limited Mullins Croston Lear require a full-time Arctic driver, must have a valid clean driver's licence and CE licence. Please email careers at ifm.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section, lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Getting back to the bold statement made by Crocs that their footwear gives you the riz, which is slang for charisma. And also we're asking, would you go on a date wearing Crocs? According to Crocs themselves, a lot of people say they would. So getting back to your messages on 086-1800-658. Horrendous. No chance that I'd wear wear them, says Kevin. My wife loves them. I can't stand them. They're the most hideous footwear after Uggs, says Dave. Uh, hate them mad looking things to somebody else awful just look so slobbish I wouldn't wear them to the grave said another Hester says would, wouldn't even wear cr- uh, Crocs to the clothesline never owned a pair never will having said that they are great for the kids on holiday slip them in when you come out of the pool great job but on a date no are they an outdoor slipper <laughs> yeah I suppose they kind of are an outdoor slipper on our Instagram by the way on LMFM's Instagram we ran a poll would you wear Crocs on a first date? A resounding, whopping 100% of you have said no. So there you go, Crocs. Come on. I think there's one message, one message in the reams that I have here that says uh, they like Crocs. There's no other love for Crocs in the Northeast. So that statement. That's what we'll do with that. So I'll be waiting. Last night in the Academy in Dublin was the local hero search that was uh, done here in LMFM over the course of March. It was Irish Music Month in partnership with Hot Press and Independent Broadcasters of Ireland. And uh, a central part of the Irish Music Month was a search for this new local hero. And there was so many, uh, there was such a stiff competition. But our act from Dundalk Negro Impacto was selected as one of the six finalists. Unfortunately, though, they missed out last night. Uh, but I have to say, it's just phenomenal to get to the stage where they have done. And we're, we're so, so proud of them. Uh, but the overall uh, local hero winner was Brad Heidi. And he was represented, uh, he represented Galway Bay FM. So he's going to be recording his single at Camden Recording Studios in Dublin. And he's going to release the single on uh, the famed Irish 
Irish independent record label Ruby Works. But we are so proud of Negro Impacto, so proud that they represented LMFM and they had a killer killer performance last night you can check it out by the way on our social media uh, but it was a great night all round and look they are they are one to watch out for and uh, we will be supporting them on their journey so a uh, big well done to them for getting as far as they did in that competition now Inneskeen is the place to be for country music fans this weekend we're going to be finding out more about Country Fest with Sheila McCardle she's one of the organisers we're going to join her next the 11 to 1 show. In a is the place to be this weekend for country music fans. Country Fest gets underway with lots of brilliant country acts taken to the stage. Joining me now to tell us more about it is the PRO of In a Grattan's Sheila McCardle. She's on the line. How are you getting on, Sheila? Hi, how's things? Good afternoon. How's I'm, everybody? I'm great. I'm great. Now, big weekend in In uh, Tell us more about Country Fest 2023. Oh yes, it's great to be back. Uh, we're 11 years in operation in Enniskeen Gardens and we've got a fun-packed weekend ahead for all our music lovers, especially country. So Friday night we're kicking off with um, Jimmy Buckley and Kieran Rosney. Leading into Saturday we've got a fun day of um, One for the Road, Tumbling Paddies and we welcome back Nathan Carter and New into to the card for the Saturday night is uh, one for the road and also Tubman Paddies, who are making their first appearance in Enniskeen Grattans. What a great and name. I love their name, Tubman yeah. Paddies. It's brilliant. Yeah, they're really good. So leading into the bank holiday, we've got the good old duo back with um, Johnny Brady and Mike Denver and they'll close out the weekend of the Country Fest. But on Monday, it doesn't end there. Um, we've got... Um, some music from one o'clock into uh, five o'clock that evening with our local musicians from Enniskeen uh, with traditional music led by Sean Walsh there and his team. And then we've got, um, oh, oh, sorry. We've got, okay. um, <laughs> There's so many, so many amazing so many, acts. Yeah, uh, closing out by five o'clock uh, that, that evening. Sorry, the, oh, the, the name has left me. Apologies. You're but okay. We're closing out then at five o'clock that evening with, um, after that stage, uh, doors shut. But uh, I advise people just to come early on the night, yep. uh, 9 p.m. start. It's a cash-only event, so mm-hmm. no cards on the night. We've got burgers, we've got all all um, refreshments and chips and burgers for sale uh, throughout the whole weekend. We also have bingo for all those bingo lovers. Oh. On Sunday, 2 o'clock or 2.30 p.m., within the marquee itself, that's always a, a fun afternoon out for, for all families to come down at half two on Sunday and enjoy that. Oh, yeah, so, that's, yeah. A, that's a great thing to add in the mix there. And you mentioned the marquee. You've got a huge marquee. People do not need to be worrying about the rain or anything. No, no, it's, it's all um, covered over. It holds over 3,000 people. Um, so f- plenty of toilets on site, um, plenty of security, so no fear of um, of that. So it's, it's an over 18th event, I, mm-hmm. I will add. Okay. So um, we've got plenty of, it, it's, a, it's a community event also. There's no family that doesn't put their shoulder to the wheel for, for this weekend. Um, so yeah, the, everyone comes out to support and respect to car parking, uh, on-site security, in the marquee kind of uh, security. So 
that's it, great, isn't it? To see that community. Yeah, it's fantastic to see that community community effort. Okay, I, tough question for you, Sheila, but what's going to be the highlight for you this weekend? I think the tumbling parties yeah. is add a really good addition. Um, they're 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 not new to the scene, but they're very much new into Enniskeen. They've got a great followership from like the 18, 20, 30, 40 um, age group. Mm-hmm. They've got a great variety of music. They're really energetic and um, they're, they're coming in for 10 o'clock Saturday night. So they're one not to be missed. Yes, and judging from the amount of messages that we're getting in here, by the way, they are in big demand because we're giving away tickets to that. Uh, We'll be picking a winner very shortly. But for people who aren't so lucky today, how can people get tickets, Sheila? So um, tickets can be sold on the night, general admission. So please come, as I said, just come early. Just to make sure that you're guaranteed admission into the marquee. Mm-hmm. We have got a great feedback on tickets and a lot of tickets that sold online. We've seen that. But I just encourage come early, general admission on the door and get in early, get a drink and enjoy yourselves. It'll be played right through until one, two o'clock in the morning. Oh, so, party um, animals up there and in the scheme. And uh, Sheila, before you finish up, you have a request you want to, to, for yeah, us to play. Yeah. I think given the Tumbling Paddies on Saturday night, I think I'm going to ask for The Way I Am by the Tumbling Paddies. So if you can play us out with that. Well, do, well, do you know, I don't have the Tumbling Paddies, but I can do you one better. I do have Nathan Carter for you. Iconic Nathan Carter. Will that do you? That's perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. Listen, have a great weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. Sheila McCardle there. Countryfest.ie. Running from Friday right through till Monday. Here's Nathan Carter on LMFM's 11 to 1. Wagon Wheel was, of course, the missing words to our song. Nathan Carter there, Philomena Thornton. Not sure where in the northeast you are, but you are going along to Country Fest to see the Tumbling Paddies and Nathan Carter at the Inneskeen Country Fest. Don't worry, I will have more tickets to give away on tomorrow's show. That is our lot of the show for today. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday and I'll chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 Show.